and me and BPD. Season 4, episode 11. End of season 4. Hi. (laughs) It has been quite a while since I recorded uh, an episode. Essentially what happened was um, mid-October, I got sick. Um, I had a pretty bad cold, which turned into bronchitis, and it was really hard for me to, you know, talk and to feel motivated to record a podcast, so I just kind of didn't. (laughs) I let my body rest, let my mind rest. I still don't sound 100% the way that I typically sound, but that's just kind of something that I'm getting used to. Um, And now it's come to the end of this season. As I always do, as I always have, I take a break from this podcast for the winter time. And I've explained it before, but if you're new, the winter for me is a time of uh, rest and (laughs) feeling less... I don't know, motivated to do things and really trying to simplify my brain and my habits and my energy output and just focusing on giving my body a chance to recuperate, especially after such a busy spring and summertime. And, you know, I'm always on the go. I'm always doing things. And especially this year, I, um, I got a job, right? And I've been having to navigate that and and what that means and getting used to working again and all those different things. And so this episode is a wrap up. It's just a chance for me to say thank you. It's a chance for me to just let you know where I am and um, just to give you some little tiny tidbits of knowledge to carry you through this winter season as I won't be making any more episodes until about the springtime. Um, when the ground begins to thaw and I begin to feel, you know, the warmth of the sun and my energy levels come up a little bit. Um, And so kind of first off, off the bat, is you don't have to listen to this episode. Not everybody does. Um, Generally, these are the episodes that get, you know, not as many listens and I really don't mind any of that. And so we're going to start by just saying thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you a thousand times over. Thank you, because I I think that this thing, this project that I created, this podcast, has really been able to reach people in such a way that I never really thought it would. And I don't think I ever expected it to. Um, a lot of people start podcasts because they want they want something to say. They have something to say. They want people to listen. And I've, I don't know, I've never really felt that way. I, I, I struggle a lot with posting on social media. I struggle a lot with, you know, being seen and having my voice heard. And essentially the main reason I started this podcast was just because I was seeing a lot of people talking about BPD, especially because it was the pandemic and people were just starting to, you know, really understand what their mental health was and, and where they were, and I really just wanted to provide a kind of 
guideline or a kind of process for someone who is just starting off learning about BPD and what it means and how to navigate the world. And I felt like I had the lived experience. And I've mentioned before, I was diagnosed originally in 2016 and the podcast wasn't started until 2020. So for me, I had to go through these growing stages. I had to go through various types of therapy and figuring out what worked for me and what didn't. And all of that really made me aware of kind of the lack of information that people have, especially when you're first diagnosed or you're a young person and somebody suggests you might have BPD and you're really like, I don't know what that is. I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do with that information. And so I... I am very grateful that this podcast has been able to continue to be shared. And especially with the Spotify wrapped happening right now, people are sending me messages and sending me screenshots that I was their number one podcast. And I just, I just want to say, I, I really, I don't understand it. (laughs) I don't understand why people want to listen to me. I, I truly, truly, truly am shocked anytime anybody says anything good about this podcast because I I don't expect anybody to listen and I love I love so much that these stories that I share and my experiences and my openness and ultimately my honesty allows you to be honest and allows you to feel supported and feel loved and and I could just cry thinking about it because that's that's all I ever wanted is just for people to feel less alone and by doing this by speaking by opening up by by being myself I guess you do feel less alone and I I I also feel less alone and I just want you to understand that I I don't take this for granted I never take any message or or any listen or anything that has to do with this podcast for granted. And I appreciate every ounce of support and love. And I send it all back to you a thousand times over because you are so deserving of it. And when when we live with mental illnesses, we sometimes feel like we're not correct or we feel like we're broken in a way. Like we feel like there's something wrong about us. And fundamentally, there is. It's an illness. It's a disorder borderline personality disorder. It means that in some way, our reactions to the world is not typical. Our way of being is not the general consensus way of being. But that doesn't mean that we are any less deserving of love and acceptance and joy. And I hope that every episode that I make has left you feeling like you can walk away with more knowledge about yourself, more understanding about other people or about the people that you love. I get so many messages from people who say, my daughter has this or my sister has it or, you know, my partner has it. And I I really appreciate the podcast for just being open and allowing me to have more insight. And I, I think that that's beautiful too. And any amount of of deeper understanding and 
openness that we can cultivate around talking about mental health and talking about this disorder is amazing. And on the flip side, (laughs) um, I have been finding that my mental health is, for the most part, generally okay. Um, But my my autistic tendencies are coming out more. And so I just want to let you know that in the next season, um, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about what autism is like for me and how to live with BPD and autism. And I've, I've spoken about it a little bit. And I really, my main thing is I don't want to be, I don't want to be a source of, you know, I know everything <laughs> and I've always experienced this. And and I don't want to be somebody that people think is like an official like spokesperson for people living with BPD and autism, but I've been finding that my autistic tendencies are coming out and my autistic way of being is so much more supported and so much more openly out there. And for me, BPD is a really big part of who I am, but autism as well is as well. So looking forward a little bit. I will be doing a couple more episodes about that. And if you're interested, cool. If you're not, that's fine. As I said, no pressure. (laughs) There's never any pressure to listen or to interact or to do anything. Um, I also think that something that I, I really want to impart and something that I've been learning a lot this year is that change is okay. And not just our our sense of growth, but our also our sense of needing more support or finding that we're struggling more. And I think a lot of us live with guilt and we live with these expectations that were placed upon us that we need to be fixed. And once we are fixed, we can't ever go back. <laughs> we can't ever be who we were. And something I've been learning through this year and through making this podcast and through through just acknowledging myself more is that I have changed in many different ways. And in many different ways, I am not the same person that I was at the beginning of this year, let alone the same person as I was last year. And I was not the same person five years ago. And one of the beautiful things about that is that when I can see change within myself and I can be open to it and not judge it and not say, I need to be this way. I've always been this way. Therefore, I must always be this way. I can allow myself a little bit more space to just be where I am now. And if that means that today I need more support and I need more love and I need more I don't know, attention, or I just need more alone time, then that's okay. And really learning how to embrace change and not run away from it, even when it's very scary, or even when I don't know what that change is going to do, it it's really healing and really something that I think a lot more people need to embrace. And with that being said, I am back in therapy. (laughs) And this time I'm trying EMDR. So in a couple of 
months, you know, when the podcast starts up again, I'll make an episode about that if you're interested. Because um, I've been finding that overall my mental health is better, but my anxiety levels are just so high. And it's almost like I'm walking around with a ball in my chest named anxiety. And I meet it, and I honor it, and I can recognize it within myself, and I can say, hello, anxiety. I know you are there. (laughs) I can feel you. I can see you. I can know that you are here with me. And sometimes I can turn it off, and I can go about my day, and I'm fine, and other times I'm not. And I really want to understand where that comes from. I want to understand how to live with it, how to embrace it, and ultimately how to navigate the world when the world is really making me anxious. Um, So I've been starting EMDR, and that's been really great. I found a really great therapist for that. And, um, you know, there was a part of me that was thinking, oh, I I should... don't need therapy. I shouldn't go back to therapy. I'm fine. And in reality, I am fine. For the most part, I am. In a lot of ways, I am. And in a lot of ways, I'm not. And one of the things that I I really want to make clear is to anybody who is on their healing journey or anybody who is supporting somebody who lives with BPD and is, you know, starting therapy and stuff, this is a lifelong condition. It's a lifelong disorder. And we wouldn't tell somebody with diabetes or some other health condition, oh, one day you'll be rid of it. One day you won't have to worry about it. One day it will be fine. Like some people do go into remission and I made an episode called Can BPD Be Cured where I explained remission. But for the most part, a lot of us who have BPD are going to have BPD our whole lives. And it impacts so many facets of yourself. It impacts the way you relate to people. It impacts the way you see yourself. It can impact the way that you are in the world and how you show up for events and and how you handle stress. And there are many ways that it impacts our lives, but it will impact our life. And the, the sooner we can accept that this disorder is not, you know, it's not a major hindrance to growth and to change and to healing, but it is a hindrance. It is something that we need to address the sooner we can address it and we can find ways to live with BPD. And um, that's something that I truly believe is, is healing, is recognizing yeah, I have this disorder and I'm not ashamed of it and I'm not hiding it and I'm not, I don't feel like I need to avoid telling people and I don't feel like I need to, you know, fake it and fake that I'm happy all the time. I can experience my outbursts. I can experience my episodes. I can spiral and I can still be okay. And there is a resiliency in that, that we carry especially as mentally ill people in the world, where, you know, statistically, BPD only affects, in Canada and North America at least, like 2-3% to of the population. It is not 
a well-known disorder and it is not a common disorder. And it's great that social media has allowed people to find connection and to find community, but really it is an individual thing that all of us are dealing with and it's going to present in many different ways across many different people. And your journey is your own and it will change. You might find that some days you're better, some months you're better, and some days are real, real hard. And the best thing you can do on those hard days is acknowledge that today is a hard day. Sometimes I, I'll message Jay and say, today is a no good, very bad day. And that will be it. That will be the only thing I'll say. And I, it's acknowledging that today is not the day I wanted it to be. And tomorrow might be different. And if I can just remember that, and I can see myself through that, and I can have people around me that support me through that, then I I will be fine. Even when it feels like I won't be. So that's something that's that I've been learning and that I've been, you know, growing with. And um I also I feel like for a long time I felt this pressure to you know post podcast episodes and post on social media and do all these things to prove my worth to people and more and more I've been learning that there is no worth um (laughs) there is no way you have to be in the world there is no one singular identity that you have to live with and part of what BPD is is feeling fragmented is feeling like you might you might feel like you're different people at different times and that's okay (laughs) everybody is different people at different times and it might be more extreme for you you know you might have more sad days than the average person you might have more anger than the average person i definitely deal with anger but i've i've learned that it's not bad. No aspect of me is bad or wrong. And for a long time, I carried the idea with me that I was broken, that there were parts of me that needed to be fixed. And what I've realized is it's not, it's not fixed. Nothing needs to be fixed with me. It just needs to be loved. And ultimately, I need to love myself. And whatever way I can show that, which is, you know, feeding my body well, taking care of myself, giving myself the permission to cry. And I'm not a big crier, not a big, I actually, I've always said that I feel emotions too intensely and that it's easier for me to not feel anything at all. And I still believe that. I I live a life where I don't allow my emotions to become too intense because they overwhelm me. And I always thought, you know, I need to learn how to feel more. I need to learn how to be more expressive and stuff. And it's like, for me, my way of being is to keep my emotions under check and to check in with myself, see how I'm feeling, name that feeling, and just acknowledge it. But I, I think some people... They do need that release. They do need to feel all their emotions. But for me, I don't. 
and when I do, they become overwhelming and too much, and and that's when I start to have my episodes, and I start to, you know, become fragmented from my sense of self, and the self is such a complicated and complex being, and we're always learning more about who we are and who we want to be, and the more that we can let go of the idea that we need to be stable, that we need to be one way forever, the more that we can be open to the changes that are happening within us daily, if not moment to moment, the more we can just be happier in general, whatever happiness means for you. And there doesn't need to be a comparison. There doesn't need to be, you know, a grand statement that you make to the world. You don't need to start a podcast or write a book or prove in any way that you are deserving of love and life because you are, you're here, you exist and existence is enough. You are enough in all the many complexities of what it means to be you, to be your version of a human in the world. And I kind of have learned that, especially this year and especially through, you know, making this podcast, being reflective, being self-reflective, being overly (laughs) self-reflective. Like I can critique everything that I do and I can dig deep into everything that I do. And in many ways, that's a good quality. And in many ways, that also means that I am judging myself way too harshly because in reality, some things are just reactions. Some anger, it's just anger. And it's not rooted in anything deeper. And I don't need to push it further. And I don't need to judge myself so harshly for getting angry. Because sometimes my anger is justified. Sometimes it's not. You know, sometimes I get angry over little things. And really learning to apologize and learning to say, I'm sorry for this. And taking accountability and I've, I've mentioned this before on the podcast, taking out accountability for your actions and saying, I'm sorry I hurt you. I'm sorry what I said was mean. I'm sorry that that it didn't come across properly. Little things like that are such healing and peaceful ways of being. And ultimately, everything that I'm trying to do with this podcast and everything that I'm trying to be in my life is just more peaceful because... I respond to a lot of things with anger and I'm anxious all the time and I feel heightened all the time and I feel on edge all the time (laughs) and I feel like the world could implode upon itself at any moment all the time and so I acknowledge that feeling and I know that feeling and I am aware of that feeling and I can't do very much about that feeling so I just kind of try to accept it as much as I can. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> um, I, I kind of want to wrap up this episode by just saying that I appreciate everybody who has come on this episode. I appreciate everybody who has given me time to, you know, interact and send me messages and all those different things. And um, that I don't know where this podcast is going. I never know where it's going. And if there's anything that you are very, very, very much wanting me to talk about and learn about and kind of have a discussion about 
just message me on Instagram. That's the only place you can reach me, and that's the only place that I would like to be reached, um, is my Instagram. And it's always, it's public, it's always available. Um, I might not answer at the exact time that you message me, but I, I am available to talk. And I, I'm not a therapist. I'm just a person who researches BPD, who is interested in BPD, who wants to learn more about BPD, and who just wants to continue having conversations with people so that I don't feel alone and you don't feel alone and we can create this amazing little space where we can feel safe because feeling safe is one of the best feelings and it's something that I'm really working on cultivating in my life. Feeling like I don't need to be anything or do anything, there's no expectation on me, really just feeling like I can just be myself in this moment, whatever that is, and just try to embrace life. And I hope that you are in a safe space and you have people around you who support you. And if you don't, I hope that you know that I support you and that I'm sending you love and that there is, right, that was the other thing, is um, I have mentioned before about how how much nature inspires me and how much, you know, being a part of the planet and the earth inspires me and um, I could make a whole podcast episode just about my relationship to nature and how how intensely I feel connected to this beautiful planet that we call home um, and our great mother that has given everything life and <laughs> I know that's not how some people feel but really really looking at nature and recognizing that I am of the nature to change and the world is of the nature to change and my brain is of the nature to change and my body is of the nature to change and that change is not bad it is natural it is perfect it is what it is you can't do very much about it <laughs> I just I, I really hope that you know that if you're ever feeling alone you would just go outside and just look at freaking like the clouds and the birds and the squirrels and the beautiful freaking trees dancing in the wind and just know that you're not alone because you're not. There's so much life and there's so much beauty and there's so many amazing things happening all around the world and there's so many terrible things happening all around the world and you can't fix all of it. You can't fix all of it. You can't fix yourself completely. But what you can do is take a deep breath in and a deep breath out and just try to be okay in this moment and maybe the next moment won't be okay maybe you'll be reminded of things from your past you'll be reminded of the stress in your life so just go outside and take another deep breath in and deep breath out and just try to be okay as much as possible because the world is a scary place and the world is constantly changing and there's really not a lot we can do for other people if we can't take care of ourselves. And if you are somebody who loves somebody with BPD and you really want to help them, the way you help them is by helping yourself. And if you are somebody with BPD and you want to figure out 
how to help the people around you understand yourself or understand your struggles, you start by understanding your own struggles and getting therapy if that's what helps you or finding some other mode of expression in this world. And there are so many different ways to express yourself. And the earth can be such a great teacher and can hold our pain and show us that it is okay to cry. It is okay to, you know, bend. It's okay to not push so hard and to just be soft a little bit more. And I think a lot of us carry pain from being soft and pain from feeling too much and and feeling like we don't know how to handle ourselves. And there's just something beautiful in finding your balance and finding a way to accept every part of yourself. The good, the bad, the ugly, the intense, the calm, the the <coughs> the parts of you that feel like their struggles or their failures, whatever it might be. I just I just appreciate all of you. I appreciate you who is listening to this and I wish I was in the same room as you so I could tell you it to your face. But I do appreciate you. And I will see you in 2024. Holy camoly, Batman. Like, that's wild. It's going to be a whole new year. And I might be different. (laughs) I might be a different person. But I will still send this message out to you that you are loved. You are appreciated. And you just, you deserve to be happy. Whatever happiness looks like for you. That's about it. There's not a lot else for me to say. Um, I appreciate you. And I am sending you so much love. See you later.